Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking about something that's really important to me, and that is how we take care of our communities and how we you know, really find ourselves immersed in our communities. And community means a lot of different things to different people. But my guest today, I can guarantee you she's going to make you smile, but smile about a subject that is very serious as well. But we're going to have some fun with it as well. Kim Becker is a motivational speaker without a doubt. She's also an award-winning author of two different books about beauty, cancer, and the amazing scope of the human spirit. I'll tell you what, she is definitely dynamic. I've already had fun laughing with her before we started taping. And she is focused on making sure that we are talking about faith, hope, service to others. In fact, she's the founder of a company that is called Hello Gorgeous, which is a nonprofit organization that provides red carpet experiences for women battling cancers across the United States. Now, she's a business owner, obviously. She's an educator. She's been doing this for a long time, but this is where she's really finding her passion. And really what it's taught her is that now She's not just a speaker. She's also a businesswoman, a fundraiser, an event planner, an educator, speaker, author, and she's also the face of Hello Gorgeous. And when you check out her website, you'll enjoy her videos. But what I wanted to focus on is not only does she do all these things, but there's a lot of people who have stood up and said, you know what, this is amazing what you're doing. Let me tell you about just a couple of the awards that she's won. She's received the Mom's Choice Award for her first book, Hello Gorgeous, A Journey of Faith, Love, and Hope. She also, in 2011, received the Spirit of Women Award, also an American Cancer Society Award in 2014, of Coaches versus Cancer uh, Inspirational Award. She's also received the prestigious George H.W. Bush Points of Light Award in 2015. And in 2019, because that wasn't enough. She received the Shiro, Shiro Award from the Zeta Pi Beta Society. So what am I saying? She's a busy woman and people are taking notice. So Kim, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you. I, I have to share with you though, you know, the most prestigious award I ever received was my yeah. son graduated from high school last year. And I didn't add this to my bio, but I said I was going to. And um, they said that I was the team mom extraordinaire for, <laughs> and so at his graduation, I actually received an award um, for that. So that's the that's the award that I'm most proud of is to be Team Mom Extraordinary. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's like something you can really you know get a sash and everything. <laughs> I know, I know. But thank you so much, Michael. I'm so excited to be here and to share the work that that I get the privilege to do every single day. You know, I had the chance to go through your website, and like I said, I took a look at several of your videos, and you really are not only inspiring, but 
you know, this is clearly a passion for you. So tell us a little bit more about you, this mission of yours and how it has helped not only you to shock your own potential, but how it really helps your clients, those people that you are trying to serve to shock their potential during something that is very incredibly challenging. Well, first of all, let me just say I have the best job in the whole world. I, um, I'm really, really, really lucky, but it's not, this is truly a calling for me. And I, I would have never, I would have never, ever, ever come up with this. My, my late husband and I always joked and said that God should have chosen two Harvard marketing majors to do the work that he asked us to do. Um, uh, I was a hairdresser and owned a salon and my late husband had a degree in pre-Columbian archaeology from Purdue University. So wow. like neither one of us knew what we were doing. But, um, you know, I remember in the beginning. Um, so so I'll, I'll tell you the story about how we started. So I was a hairdresser and uh, and my dream was always to open a salon. And so when we first started, we were going to, um, when we started talking about opening the salon, my husband said, I have the, the perfect name. He said, we should call the salon Hello Gorgeous. And I said, that's the stupidest name I've ever heard. <laughs> and he said, no, no, it'd be really great because every time you answer the phone, you get to say, hello, gorgeous. It'll make people uh. smile. And I said, it's stupid. We're not doing it. Well, so we opened a salon and we owned it for 10 years, did not call it Hello Gorgeous. We called it Chavu, which meant hair in French. And, you know, the whole entire time that I owned the salon, there was just something that was missing. That's why I love the name of your show, right? Shock Your Potential. Because, you know, people don't pay attention to that still small voice, whatever that is that's missing. And so yeah. it would just, it would constantly be reoccurring. There was just something there that was missing. And so um, I started to do all the things I knew how to do, which was I remodeled the salon. So we went, you know, we went from one hair station to seven hair stations, outgrew a thousand square feet, went to 3000 square feet, had 17 stylists, um, massage wow. therapist, receptionist, the whole nine yards. But that didn't fulfill that emptiness I was feeling. So mm -hmm. then I thought, well, maybe I needed to work on me. So I started training at all these places and I went to Hair Color USA in Miami. And I, my big dream was to go to Vidal Sassoon in London. Um, and, and I trained there and there was still this emptiness that I was feeling. And so Mike and I would have these conversations all the time. Like, I know there's something more we should be doing. I know there's something more out there. I don't know what it is. And one particular conversation took place in the car and we were on our way back from Indianapolis, which is about three hours south from where I live. And, and we were just having that conversation. I know there's something more I know. And all of a sudden it fell on my heart. And I said, I know what we need to do. I said, we need to have a mobile day spa that caters to cancer patients. We need mm. to have a beautiful, elegant palace on wheels that'll show up just a few feet from their doorstep and treat these women like a queen for the day during a time where they don't feel very special. Now, right. if any of your listeners are, are business owners, they understand, right? You People think they have a misconception of owning a business. They think that, you know, you make $5,000 in a day, you take that money, you put it in your pocket, you live this extravagant lifestyle. It can't be further from the truth, right? No kidding. You get a little money, you know, put back the water heater would go out or the, you know, the furnace would stop working. So I pitched yep. this idea to him about this beautiful mobile day spa and he's like all in, whatever it takes to get out of the salon. And then I looked at him and I said, you know what? And we're going to do this for free. And then he went, wait, what? Uh, yeah. I watched all the color run out of his face and he said, how are we going to do this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just know this is what we're supposed to do. So uh -huh. him being the husband that he was, he stopped at a bookstore and bought me every book he could find on free money for women and grant writing for dummies and grant writing for women. Got back right. in the car and I love talking to him in the car because he couldn't escape. So I just kept rolling out this dream to him, kept telling him all the things. Our son was three years old at the time and we got about 30 minutes from home and he woke up from his nap. And Mike was ready to get out of the car and stop listening. I would tell you that. So <laughs> we're getting out of the car. Now, 10 years 
had elapsed from the time that we opened the salon to this moment. And as we're walking into this play area with my son, I grabbed a hold of Mike's arm and I said, you know what, Mike, this is supposed to be called Hello Gorgeous. I said, yeah. the salon was never meant to be called Hello Gorgeous. This is supposed to be called Hello Gorgeous because this is how these women deserve to be greeted. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I just got chills. <laughs> and it's not because it's cold in my office. Kim, that, I love that. I absolutely love that um, on so many levels. And so many times I talk to people who have a calling and they, they explain it very similarly to you. Like it's almost like an itch you couldn't scratch. Like I'm happy we're having great success, but what is it that I'm missing? Mm -hmm. What is it that we're not fulfilling? And I, I know that uh, with my business coach uh, group that I'm a part of, they asked a question uh, a couple weeks ago and I've still been playing with it. And it is who, you know, who am I, which, you know, is always one we're trying to say, who am I here to serve? And, you know, and I've, I've had successful businesses. My businesses now are successful, but I am getting much closer to that level of who am I here to serve? Because it changes, you know, I mean, it changes wherever you are, but you hit the point where you're like, I absolutely know who I'm here to serve. And I can't, I can't be, I can't ignore that voice anymore. That had to have been very powerful. Plus it's not a bad idea to say, finally, I'm going to call it the thing that you just described because he's like, okay, now I'm in. <laughs> he would always tell the story, you know, cause men never get a chance to say it. So whenever we would go and, and tell the story, he'd always steal the microphone at that point in time and goes, and I was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I got to tell you something too. I mean, he was right, especially saying, you know, what a glorious thing to pick up the phone and say, hello, gorgeous. Yeah. But you, you know, you, and I were emailing because we had to change the date of, of your um, of your interview a couple times. And the first email that you responded to me, you you wrote, hello, gorgeous, no problem. And I'm like, wow, what a, even to see it in writing. It's just like, I think I was kind of having a, you know, slow day or something, probably hadn't had my second cup of coffee. And I'm like, that was so uplifting. I can't even imagine how this feels for someone who is going through cancer, who's all... They're not feeling beautiful. They're not feeling glamorous. They're not feeling gorgeous to not only have this opportunity, but to have somebody say that to them. What kind of experiences have you had when you have done this with women? Incredible. So the part of the program that we do is in-person makeovers. Um, and, you know, women as a rule are selfless. And mm -hmm. so part of this is they have to be surprised. So I can't say to a woman battling cancer, Hey, you know what? Come on. I'm going to take you for a manicure to pick your spirits up. They would, they would, they would say, Nope, take my mom. Cause my mom yeah. has had to take me to every chemo treatment, take my daughter. Yeah. Cause my daughter's had to watch me go through this. So what I love about what we do this, and this is just evolved this, we do so much more than this now, but one of them is a surprise makeover. And, yeah. and again, these women don't realize that they need it. So we work with a family member. So it's a nomination process. Each of the women are nominated by family and friends. And then we show up unannounced with candy, wow. flowers, roll out a red carpet, greet her with a great big hello gorgeous, and then she gets a head to toe makeover. So a manicure, pedicure, facial, if she needs a wig, we provide one. If she's coming out of treatment, she's ready for a cut in color, we do that. And then um, we do her makeup, and then we work with a clothier to get her a new outfit, and then plan right. a big reveal party for her afterwards to reunite her with her friends and family. And that to me is the most important part, because so many times people don't know what to say, and you hear it over and over and over again. When a woman was, is diagnosed with cancer, people don't know what to say. So they say nothing and they stay away. That's yeah. when they, that's when they need the support more than anything else. And I think part of it is, is because they're fearful about the way she'll look right. Right. We 
our my hair is my crown and glory. If I'm having a good day, all is right with the world. If I'm having a bad hair day, forget it. So these women that have no hair, they lose their eyebrows, they lose their eyelashes. And then to be faced with a friend that sees that and kind of shocked at their appearance, they yeah. they just they would rather not be around than to say the wrong thing. So we can look, I always say I'm never gonna promise that you look like Miss America, but I'm gonna mm -hmm. make you look normal. Because I think that that's what these women want more than anything is they just want to look normal. I always say, I want to do a makeover on you. And then I want you to go to lunch and I want the waitress to treat you badly. Right? <laughs> I don't want her to take pity on you. I don't want her to see you as a sick cancer patient. I want you right. to be normal, right? I want, and so I want her to be irritated because you look so good. <laughs> there, there's that too. But I just want her to feel that sense of normalcy so yeah. that she can participate in her everyday life, whatever that looks like. Right. And so I don't know. I don't think I ever realized the impact. We've been doing this almost 16 years. And so I don't know that I ever realized the impact and the ripple effect. Right. If she's yeah. happy, the husband smiles, the kids smile. If she's yeah. happier about the way she looks, she can go to work and she can perform, which makes her bosses happy, her employees happy, whatever that looks like, right? And so yeah. her friends, the same thing. All of those groups, when she's smiling, everybody else smiles around her. So it's not just her that we help, it's all the other people that surround her. And, and so your, your line that when you said this is really important, and I want to go back because I wrote it down, rather than that people would rather not be around someone than say the wrong thing. That's really, I think that's incredibly accurate. I have a, a friend of mine who we don't know what the status is yet, but, uh, but we know that there is, that there was cancer found in, in, uh, in something that was just had to be removed from her. And so there's going to be more tests. And I said to her, I don't know what to say, but I know I'm not going to say I'm sorry because that doesn't help anything. So what I'm going to say instead is, you know, do you need to yell at anything? Do you want some soup? Right. <laughs> you know, do you want me to leave you alone? Tell me uh, whatever it is, because I don't know what to say. And I, I, I later thought maybe that's the best thing to say is I don't know what to say. And I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I know saying I'm sorry probably doesn't help anybody. That's right. And you're right. Nobody wants to feel pity. That's um, right. They want to feel normal. That's right. Well, and you know, and I had to reposition the question too, and I do it with my team and then I dislike it when my team does it on me, but you know, <laughs> you'll say people like, you know, do you need any help or how can I help you? Right. When you use that word help, they automatically de deflect it. I don't need uh, because if you say help, it implies weakness. It implies that you can't do it on your own. And right. so what I've had to do is I've had to change my verbiage to how can I support you? Uh, yeah. When you change the question, you elicit a different response. So if yeah. I say, how can I support you? It may be you know what? I'm not sure, but I'll let you know. I'm not immediately going to a no at that point in time. I'm going to a, you know what? Let me, can I let you know? Could you just pick the kids up for me so I can sleep? Could you just make a couple of meals so I can make sure that they're fed? Can you, you know what I mean? Could you just come and sit with me? Whatever it is. But when you ask a different question, you elicit a different response. And so we are so, again, right? Women are selfless. We are the ones that are strong. We don't need anybody to help us. We're the ones that are, you know, yes, the man takes care of the, it's the women that hold it all together. So yeah. I always, you know, even when my husband died, I felt the same way, right? I needed to hold it all together. I needed to hold together for my son. I needed to hold it together for my family. I needed to hold it together for my team. I didn't feel that I could show weakness 
because I was fearful that they would question my leadership at that point in time, whether it was leadership as a parent, leadership as a, as a, you know, as a sister, as a, a, a leadership as a team, because my husband and I started this organization together. You know, we were partners. So I lost triple. I lost my husband. I lost my best friend and I lost my business partner. And right. so I didn't think that. So it's the same way when you're diagnosed with cancer. You don't want to show that weakness. You don't right. want to see have somebody seeing you cry. So when you change that question to not how can I help you to how can I support you? It's it's almost like it's a partnership. It's almost like we're going to do this together. It's not that you need me, but but I want to be able just to stand next to you as you go through this. That's beautiful, Kim. I love it. I mean, I think that's wise words for all of us, even uh, in different circumstances. Is change the question, you get a different response. Okay. And the whole goal is to try and help and support, but not to make that person feel uh, out of place or out of sorts. I love it. You know, Kim, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership change management and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, -face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one -on -one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M LS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back with Kim Becker with Hello Gorgeous. And um, I, your mission is just, I mean, it's just hitting me in the right spot. I love it because it's so positive. I mean, what you are doing is incredibly positive. And, you know, the reason for this theme for the month of October for our podcast, you know, majority of my followers are entrepreneurs or they're, you know, in their career, they're really trying to, you know, work on how can I continue to, you know, be my best self, but I also want to be my best self personally. And I want to help support my community. And I think that things like this within our community, there, there are lots of different opportunities for great things within our communities. How do you feel that this mission of yours has impacted your community and the greater community? Because I know you, you uh, go outside just your own area. So, you know, how is it, how do you see something like this making a community better? And I think we, I think we started to talk about it because you were talking about the ripple effect, but I'm going to leave it up. I'll throw the question really up, up to you on that. Well, you know, I think that, um, you know, there, there is a ripple effect as far as the work that we do with the women, but, but it's even more than that. What I have found as a nonprofit leader for the last 15 years, people want to help. They just don't know how. 
And that when they can give their talent. So I, I worked with a life coach for a really long time and she always talks about your areas of genius, right? Mm -hmm. So I can't be good at everything, but I can be good at some things, but there are things that other people are really good at that I'm not good at, but I can use those talents and their time to help me further my mission. So I've had to kind of narrow down to what my three areas of genius are, which is cast the vision, um, create community, and then content creation. Those are really my three big things. That's what I need to do. But there are a lot of other things that I need that I'm not good at. And so being able to have people come forward and say, how, how can I help you? Right. I think that a lot of times people just want to be a part of something. They don't, that's bigger than themselves. They want to know that they're having a big impact. So one of the things that we do is we have a salon affiliate program. So in 2019, I think there were more than 800,000 women that were diagnosed with cancer in the United States. And no matter how passionate I am about this and one bus, I can't get to all of these women. So what we did was, yeah, I wish I could, but I can't. But I found a way. I found a way. And that is that there are salons. I needed a, an army of people that had a heart as big as me, and it's salon owners. And so being a salon owner for as long as I was, I developed a salon affiliate program. So what I realized is that I was never taught how to care for a woman with cancer while I was in beauty school, because there are mm -hmm. things that you shouldn't, shouldn't do on a woman with a compromised immune system that you can do on a regular client. And, and we found that I went and I talked to doctors and nurses and just said, you know, you're telling these women not to have a pedicure, not to have a manicure. Why is that? And when they would tell me what it was, then we went through and we combated all of those things. So now we go in and we train salons how how to create the Hello Gorgeous experience. And they oh. can be the face of Hello Gorgeous once a month to a woman battling cancer in their community. And so it's one little thing. And so, you know, it's really interesting. What, what I like to tell business owners and business people, one of the things that you should do is team up with a nonprofit. Right. right. Pick a charity, make them become a charity of choice. So and 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 it's twofold because you've got experiences that, that you can use to benefit the nonprofit and help further their mission. But by aligning yourself with a nonprofit, it helps your business. So let me share with you. You know, I did hair for 30 years, owned the salon for 10. Not once did a media outlet ever contact me and say, I heard you are doing an awesome haircut and highlight. Can we come and do a story on you? Not one. <laughs> Not one. Well, you know but what? I, you were you didn't have enough of those media people in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> maybe right. Maybe right. But what I did find as as we opened these salon affiliates across the United States, that's yes. what made them stand out in their community. That's yes. the one thing that they could do different. They're not interested in the haircuts and highlights, but what they were doing for their community, it it um, sparked loyalty. It it shocked that community into what they were doing because unfortunately, everybody has been touched by someone that has cancer. And so they understand what it meant. And so for us to be able to give that gift and for the salon then to stand up a little, little taller because they're like, not only are we doing these services, but once a month we're doing this extra special event for a woman battling cancer. So that would be the biggest thing. Shock your potential. Find out. I always ask people, you know, if you could do anything in the whole wide world that you wanted to do and you didn't have to get paid to do it, what would it be? Beautiful. Beautiful I love question. That question. And so find out what that is. And if you're not doing it in your daily work, then find out what would feed that in you and find a nonprofit that's already doing that and go help them. I love it, Kim. So I love it. Very motivational. And uh, I, I can see, you know, not only what this does, like you said, for community, what it does for the businesses and their role in the community, but the ripple effect of everyone you serve and how it allows us to talk to those people who are going through this, whether it's the individual themselves or their family, and help them with strategies to feel gorgeous 
inside and out. Oh, goodness. Kim, um, we are going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but in case somebody wants to look you up right now, and I know the answer to this, what's the best way for them to find you? So they can go to um, hellogorgeous.org and that's where you'll find our website. There's also, if you have a loved one battling cancer, if you go to the little tabs on the right, there's a whole free resources page. So there's a bunch of things that you can do because because you don't know what to do. There are things there that you can do as a loved one that you can find. We're on all the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel and um, I have a podcast as well. Um, which I'm hoping Michael will be a guest on very soon. Um, but it's called Hello Gorgeous, Everything Beauty, Cancer, and Inspiration. So um, we try and spotlight um, just anything that has to do in those three pillars to be able to, to bring people joy. So I love it. Well, Kim, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is um, this isn't uh, the position that I've ever been the best paid in, but I really do have the best job in the whole world. And there's something so fulfilling about being able to help other people. And so my, what I'd love to leave you with is if you have a gnawing, aching something that you feel like you're supposed to be doing, even if you don't feel like you're qualified to do it. I always say, God hasn't revealed the whole entire picture to me because if he does, I'll freak out and run away. But he just <laughs> just a little bit of it at a time. And so I would yeah. just... I would just really encourage to your listeners to just spend a little time in prayer. And if you've got that, not even if it doesn't make any sense, people thought we were crazy for selling the business to start this nonprofit. And we are truly trailblazing the work that we do. But there's nothing, nothing, nothing better than making these women with cancer smile when nothing else will. I love it. Kim, thank you so much for sharing your mission, sharing your story, but sharing your positivity you definitely made my day. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.